0: Good evening, you're listening to Wikisleep, a podcast designed to help you relax and unwind through calm, quiet storytelling. I'm your host and founder of the podcast, Adrian Sala. I'm really glad you've chosen this episode, and I hope you enjoy it. But I wanted to jump in quickly to let you know that the Wikisleep app is now available on the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. If you head to Wikisleep.com, there are quick links to download it so you can access this episode in full, ad-free, as well as more content and features. The Wikisleep app is free to download and try for a month, and with each subscriber, I'm able to create more content like this to help you sleep better. That's wikisleep.com. Anyhow, thanks for listening and for your support. And I hope you enjoy this chapter of The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes, A Scandal in Bohemia. To Sherlock Holmes, she was always the woman. I have seldom heard him mention her under any other name. In his eyes, she eclipses and predominates the whole of her sex. It was not that he felt any emotion akin to love for Irene Adler. All emotions, and that one particularly, were abhorrent to his cold precise, but admirably balanced mind. He was, I take it, the most perfect reasoning and observing machine that the world has seen. But as a lover, he would have placed himself in a false position. He never spoke of the softer passions, save with a jib and a sneer. They were admirable things for the observer, excellent for drawing the veil from men's motives and actions. But for the trained reasoner to admit such intrusions into his own delicate and finely adjusted temperament, was to introduce a distracting factor which might throw a doubt upon all his mental results. Grit in a sensitive instrument or a crack in one of his own high-power lenses would not be more disturbing than a strong emotion in a nature such as his. And yet, there was but one woman to him, and that woman was the late Irene Adler of dubious and questionable memory. I had seen little of Holmes lately. My marriage had drifted us away from each other. My own complete happiness and the home-centered interests which rise up around the man who first finds himself master of his own establishment were sufficient to absorb all my attention while Holmes, who loathed every form of society with his whole bohemian soul, remained in our lodgings in Baker Street, buried among his books and alternating from week to week between cocaine and ambition, the drowsiness of the drug and the fierce energy of his own keen nature. He was still, as ever, deeply attracted by the study of crime, and occupied his immense faculties and extraordinary powers of observation in following out those clues and clearing up those mysteries which had been abandoned as hopeless by the official police. From time to time, I heard some vague account of his doings, of his summons to Odessa in the case of the Trepoff murder of his clearing up of the singular tragedy of the Atkinson brothers at Trincomalee, and finally, of the mission which he had accomplished so delicately and successfully for the reigning family of Holland. Beyond these signs of activity, however, which I merely shared with all the readers of the daily press, I knew little of my former friend and companion.